say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. up guys hello welcome back to part two this is matricide part two and we are witch murder yes we are i'm holly and i'm Jamma. and i am going to talk today about robert coombs have you heard of this one no all right i'm so psyched this is my favorite i text Gemma and i'm like can we make this a two-parter because i need to talk a lot I know exactly. So I was like, right, okay, must find really good one. And and you did. Uh, yeah, so we both got really good ones. So go back and listen to part one for Ed Kemper because holy fuck, it's good. All right, so I'm going to talk about this website I found because it has completed my life. Mine is like old, old-timey England. Okay. London. But I found this website called www.oldbaileyonline.org. Wow, so like old court records. It is all the old Bailey court records that you can search. And you know what I searched? My family, a fucking course. No way. I guess what I found. What? Murder. No way. No, it wasn't murder, but... Damn it. Well, it kind of was, but it was murder of my family, but I'll explain. I typed in my family's name. I'm not going to say what it is, even though people can probably fucking figure it out, but I'm not going to say it anyway. Okay. Um, and this guy named Henry Bleep, last name, <laughs> was my family member, I'm assuming, because there wasn't that many. My last name is not very English. Uh-huh. It's, yeah, well, that's a secret. Um, <laughs> but he had he had a code name, a.k.a. Scampy. Cute! <laughs> Scampy. Scampy. <laughs> So he was, he claimed to be around 10 or 11 years old and the court said he was 14 Mm. and this was from 1744. Wow. I know. He was part of, I guess he was like kind of like a street urchin. I mean, they could write a musical about him. Uh Uh-huh. And he was convicted of highway robbery, violent theft, which I guess is like he was part of a crew holding up a stagecoach. Okay. Like... Highwaymen. Yeah, highwaymen. Yeah. Um, but he was just a kid, so he was obviously like some kid that they dragged along or whatever. Yeah, he'd be like the one that's like flagging them down like because yeah. he's an innocent looking kid. Yeah, thing. something like that. I mean, they didn't say exactly how it happened in the court record, but I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. He had like a little nickname named Scampy and everything. Oh, Scampy. Yeah, so he was found guilty and they hanged him. No. Yes, really? they hanged a 
fucking child. Oh. My, my ancestor, well, not really ancestor, but yeah, like my family member from way back, old timey. Anyway, shame. highly Sorry. recommend that website. No, that's all right. I wasn't attached. <laughs> um, so let me get into Robert Coombs. I read the entire court transcript of the murder that I'm covering. Right. It's so fucking loose. Like they just, the cross-examination is just bullshit. It's yeah. almost non-existent, but it's interesting. Okay. Anyway, so yes. Robert Coombs was born in 1882. I just hit my face off this microphone. Um, be careful microphones are dangerous long night of recording and he murdered his mother emily coombs who was 37 along with his well his brother was there how old was he he was 13 (gasps) 13 years old did you say that already and i just missed it yeah but it's okay because we're both really tired now (laughs) sorry (laughs) so emily was married to robert coombs And they were married for 17 years, so it was quite a while already when, like, he, and he was the older boy. Okay. There was about four or five years before he was conceived. Right. And that's old-timey times, so you know that they were, like, struggling to conceive him. Yeah. And then that's the fucking bastard they give birth to. Oh, what shame. So the birth was difficult, and this is obviously, like, 1882, so birth wasn't going to be fun anyway. No. But it was a forceps delivery. Ooh. Back in those days. So, you know, they didn't understand how not to hurt people. Yeah. And he had marks on his head that left mm-hmm. scars, chronic headaches, and unequal pupils. Up and like even at the age of 13, he Ooh. had a misshapen head. Yeah. Oh so man. they squeezed him way too tight. Way and too tight. Clearly head injury. Oh. So there's your first kind of clue that this is not going to have a happy ending. So July 8th, 1895, East London, it was reported that the decomposing body of Emily was found by her sister-in-law on a bed in an East London house. Her two sons, Nathaniel, who they called Natty, which is cute, yeah, that's cute. who was 12, and Robert, who was 13, were playing cards with a friend downstairs. And when the... Um, aunt came in, the mm-hmm. sister-in-law, I guess. The, uh, the little one bolted. He was like, oh, I'm outie. This is bad. This is bad okay. news. But Robert stayed, and he just immediately confessed to a constable. The, he did it? Yeah, yeah. He's like, um, I did it. My brother Natty got a hiding for stealing some food. Ma was going to give me one. So Natty said that he would stab her, but as he could not do it himself, he asked me to do it. So points for being honest, I guess. And she was decomposing by this time. Yeah. So he admitted they'd been living with the corpse for 10 days. This is London in July. Oh, man. (laughs) Yes. We both know London in July. That is a hot, humid, swelter fest of poo smelling everything. And it's not just that it's hot. It's that the buildings are so dense that just nothing can get through. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. Like no air. And it was like horse... Poo, mm-hmm. dog poo, people poo everywhere. Yeah. It was just smelly and gross. God. So the police, there was a, a divisional surgeon of the police. I guess he was like a coroner. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. I think so. Named Alfred Kennedy. And he said the nose, eyes, and ears had all been entirely eaten by maggots. That's disgusting. You're welcome. And that there were two gaping chest wounds, one through the heart and one through the spine. The buttocks and calves of the legs and other parts of the body were also destroyed by maggots. 
Wow, Marius went to town. There was not much left of her. Oh, God, that's so bad. And then the kids were, like, living with that. They were living with it. Maggie's everywhere. Yeah. So he, um, yeah, it was ugh, it's just so, so gross. They said that they um, had gone to Lourdes to watch the cricket. Right. And gone fishing at Southend-on-Sea, seen a play at the theater, just using the housekeeping money that they found. So I think they were just, like, freedom. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And obviously little kids are not going to think about the repercussions of their no future they're just gonna be like oh we're having a really good time now yeah yeah yeah. and Mm -hmm. i mean they did they did some like crazy shit like they tried to get um money out of like people that knew them and just saying oh dad has asked if you can send us money and blah 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 right so neighbors described robert as clever musically talented well-spoken well-dressed teachers described him as obedient unusually bright and he had just taken a job as a plasterer's boy at a local shipyard. And his boss was happy with his work, mm-hmm. uh, but he hated it and he quit the job after two weeks. Okay. I couldn't figure out what a plasterer's boy or plater's boy. No, sorry, I said plasterer. <laughs> that doesn't work with ships. Um, <laughs> plater's boy. I tried to figure out what that was and Google wasn't giving it to me, so I just gave up. Um, Plates? Like they put plates of the ship on there? I imagine, but I was trying to figure out like what a little kid would do. I don't know if he was just like running around. (laughs) Yeah, running around like grabbing screws or something. I made that up. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, The boy's father worked on a ship that moved cattle from New York to London and is away six out of every seven weeks. Uh, He learned about the murder on July 21st when he reached New York and was handed a paper with a story. Oh, God. Gosh, be shitty. He was apparently like just a wreck about it, as you would be, I guess. And he has to like travel six weeks to get back home. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Because that's the only way to get home. Yeah. But then, okay, so I get it. But you don't really know what's happening. You're going by like newspaper accounts. Yeah. He then gave interviews to the New York papers saying that Robert had a morbid disposition and an abnormally developed brain. (laughs) So he's like throwing his kid right under the fucking bus without even hearing the other side. Must have hated him already. I don't know. He said, I was so informed by my family physician who told me that Robert must be carefully watched. There was always something peculiar about him. Fuck you, Dad. Like, yeah. have my back. But both Robert and his mother had been treated for nervous complaints. And he had been treated for headaches and excitability since three. Excitability. I know. It's just, it's just being a kid, actually. But I think back in that day, for them to be, like, diagnosing him with something wrong, there was definitely something wrong. Mm-hmm. Because they weren't huge into, you know, like, mental issues back then. It was like... It's probably like modern day ADHD or something like that. I think so. I mean, clearly he had something wrong with his frontal lobe from the forceps delivery. Yeah. But yeah, um, Emily was described by her husband as a very excitable woman who often laughed <laughs> and genetic. cried. I know, who often <laughs> laughed and cried at the same time. Was it the same time every month, buddy? Because it's like, that's the women. That's normal. Uh, her doctor confirmed she was hysterical, very emotional with a weak nervous disposition. I mean, they said that about all women. I know. She probably just had a fucking opinion and yeah. didn't put up with shit. Well, exactly. And the, mm-hmm. how was it they used to treat hysteria or something like that? They would masturbate the women I and know. the doctors. I know. Doctors were absolute perverts. Yeah. Robert told the police he killed her because she had beaten Natty and threatened them both. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Mm. I don't entirely believe it is. Uh, he told the doctor in Holloway where he was held that he had killed her because she had thrown knives at Natty and said she would stick a hatchet in his head. 
Ooh. So he just kept escalating it. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a bit bullshit. Hello, it's Chris here from the Movie Bunker podcast. Just thought I'd interrupt your usual listening pleasure to tell you about our podcast, The Movie Bunker. Here's Matt, my co-host, speaking more eloquently about what we do. What we do, Chris, <laughs> is we chose in this saturated podcast market of moviness not to follow the herd and go and review excellent films or popular films. We've chosen to delve into the past and find poorly rated films that we review watch we watch obviously that helps the reviewing procedure then we we review them but the purpose the holy grail the goal of this is to find film or films uh, that have been poorly reviewed unfairly that we've gone listen people don't look at this two star review no. this is a five star piece of entertainment well we will do it we'll find a film that we both enjoy or we can have a wrestle about so there you have it. That's the premise of our podcast. If you think that's something you might like, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. And you can follow us on Twitter. We have a Facebook page. So get involved in the discussion. Let's talk about these critically panned stinkers together. Thanks for listening and see you in the bunker. So he was found guilty but insane at the Old Bailey in September of 1895, and he was sentenced to be held indefinitely in Broadmoor, in the Lunatic Asylum. In Broadmoor? Yeah, he was held in Broadmoor. After 17 years, he was discharged, age 30. We right. sent, spent 17 years in Broadmoor. That's crazy, because that was like not a happy place to be. No, back then, no. In 1914, he emigrated to Australia. And a year later, when war broke out, he signed up with the Australian Imperial Force and got medals for courage as a stretcher bearer. Wow. So he kind of, he turned himself around. Natty had become a ship's stoker, which I think is the person who just shovels coal. Okay. And served with the Royal Australian Navy during the war and the brothers reunited in New South Wales. And Robert eventually became a farmer, never married, but took in a boy who was abused by his stepfather and kind of like guided him in life. It sounds Aww. like he was actually like a really nice guy. Just had like a fit of craziness when he was a young boy. Yeah, or or there was some truth to the mother story where she was actually being a total psycho still. Hmm. Maybe she was uh, able to hide that for the week that the father was home. Yeah. But the remainder of the weeks, you know... When she's having to look after the two boys by herself. It's too much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, especially if she, I mean, I don't want to believe the diagnosis because I think it's total bullshit when they just label these women who have an opinion or whatever, but yeah. maybe there was something to it. Maybe she mm. was slightly unwell. Yeah. Uh, there, so when they, when the sister-in-law to the murdered mother came into the house, mm -hmm. the boys were all playing cards with a friend. They say friend. It wasn't really a friend. It was... A guy named John Fox, who they had hired to kind of like chop wood and do stuff around the house. Okay. He was basically somebody who was very, very simple-minded, didn't really have much to his name, and people in the area would just give him odd jobs to help uh -huh. him out. Okay. So he had been living in the house with the boys. The boys had gone to fetch him after the, the murder and said, can you come stay with us? Because oh. clearly they want somebody to look after them. Yeah. But they didn't know who else to go to. Yeah. So they gave the father's gold watch to John Fox to pawn. Okay. 
and they there was something else to oh they gave him the father's clothes to wear as well right. um and he just didn't he didn't understand that there wasn't there wasn't anything right about the situation but he never asked any questions because he was just simple-minded i see yeah it was a bit it was a bit bit of a shame um i don't think they took advantage of him i think they genuinely just wanted somebody else there to they wanted an adult there but an adult that wouldn't ask too many questions or tell them off or anything like that yeah yeah and at one point they went to the shipyard and said to their father's boss Mm. who was obviously still at the shipyard um dad mom's really sick can you send a message to my dad to wire money um, or can you give me money for it? And this is not the first time that the boys had done this. Right, okay. So the the guy was asking questions and, you know, they just made up a reason why they couldn't come and visit. But, yeah, they, they did try and hide it and they did hide it for 10 days. I need. To the point where she was rotting away. So, yeah, that is the end of my tale. The end of Robert your tale. Coombs. Yes. <laughs> that is the end of my tale. That is the end of my tale. Oh, I, I can't, well, I probably mentioned it. So part of the purchase that they made with the household money was the knife that they stabbed her with. Oh, really? Yeah. It's kind of dark, eh? So wait, they, they stole the money, first of all, to buy the knife? No, they, well, I don't know. They must have. Yeah, they must have, like, taken, no, you know what? It wasn't the money that they stole that they bought the knife with. He went and bought the knife uh-huh. from, and there, there was testimony in in the Old Bailey records mm-hmm. of the person he bought the knife from at the shop. And she said, yes, he liked that knife. He bought that knife and took it home. And that, he stabbed his mom and then took the pocket money and went to do the Lord's thing and do all the seeing a play and stuff like that. All right, okay. Yeah. So it was sort of premeditated. <laughs> Robert Yeah. <Kim's. laughs> yeah. So yeah. that is, that is my tale. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, guys, we're going to try and debate who we'd rather have killed us. Um, now, just a reminder, if you haven't listened to part one, uh, go and listen to that because this might not make any sense to you if you haven't done that already. Unless you know Ed Kemper, in which case, you know, you'll have a good idea, but you should still listen to part one because you it's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a good one. Right. I'm begging your guy, of course. I don't see how you couldn't. I know. Ed, Ed Kemper had sex with body parts. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a body part that he's having sex with. No. No, thank you. And I don't want my head cut off. Mm-mm. And I don't want my vocal cords put into a garbage disposal. Absolutely not. Must have been a terrible funeral. <laughs> like. Yes, I, I imagine it would have been. 
I know that I always go to this point, but I'm always thinking about the funeral plans. Yeah. I totally I know my funeral it. song, by the way. Oh, what is it? Pop Goes the Weasel. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Imagine the coffin sitting there. Like, Pop no. Goes the Weasel the Are you going to play it, like, super slow, like a uh-huh. Jack in the Box? Uh-huh. You are sick. <laughs> I love it. I've been thinking about this because my boyfriend asked me a while ago what my funeral song was going to be, and I'm like... Um, I'm trying to think of like something really meaningful, and I'm like, no, fuck that. Pop goes the weasel. Oh man, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Back to the actual debate. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah. So Ed Kemper, you just could not, in your right mind, pick him. No, I. So he initially stabbed her to death. No, it was Hammer. It was Hammer, wasn't it? For the mum, yeah. Yeah. Hammer. Yeah, it was Hammer. I think. Do you think first Hammer blow, she's knocked out? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. That's nice mm-hmm. and everything. I, he was he was an adult as well, which he had the force to do that. I think it's slightly more terrifying when a little child comes at you with a knife. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're going to th- kind of think that they're joking and not actually going to do it, but then they do it and yeah. it's like, holy fuck, this little kid just stabbed me. It was in bed, so she might have been sleeping and maybe she didn't understand what was happening, you would hope, but... Can you imagine like a, a child? I mean, that that is terrifying. I think if Ed Kemper thought he would get away with it, he would have done it at that age as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But he I was think- probably like six foot tall at 13 too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he killed his grandparents without really much I know triggers I know. at all. So, I mean, terror wise, all I can picture is like a little child running at me with a knife right now. But terror wise... No, oh God, I don't fucking know because a six foot nine guy, that's not going to be calming either, is it? No. Both equally disturbing, but. I also don't really want my face to be eaten by maggots. Yeah. But at least that's maggots and not a child. Yeah. I mean, she was. Destroying me. She wasn't mutilated after death. She went through a natural decomposition. Yeah. Which. I don't know, there's probably not much peace in that either, but you know what I mean? It wasn't like she was being molested after death. Yeah. And then the thing is, it sounds like your guy went on to have a really meaningful life. He did. Whereas Ed's is just never, ever going to be considered normal. No, 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 no. He did, I mean, he did obviously contribute in some way, even though he contributed through the fact that he's a total fucking psychopath. He also murdered a lot more people. He did. I know. No, and my guy was definitely like rehabbed. Yeah, exactly. And your yeah. guy could even make the argument that his child brain, especially his damaged child brain, yes. did not understand the consequences of what he was doing. Yeah, no, he definitely had some lobe damage. And I think that was probably not so much the psychopathic I think it was the decision-making ability mm-hmm. was damaged, you know, yeah. the impulse control. And how much younger was his younger brother? A year. I think it, it almost sounds like he, he was a big brother protecting a younger brother situation. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. You're going to go along with whatever your big brother tells you to anyway. I think so. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm definitely going with mine as well. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It was easy again. It was easy. The last one wasn't, though. Last, last week's wasn't, so. No. Not always going to be easy. No, I know. And next week we are talking about wrongfully convicted. And so excited for this one. My uh, good friend, Tony, he recommended this one. So 
Thank you for that. Yeah, it was. I've, I enjoyed writing about mine. Oh, see, you're well prepared. I have not even thought about it yet. <laughs> I know. Of course. I mean, I only did egg kemper today. Oh today we're God. recording. <laughs> that stressed me out so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, I hope you enjoyed that, our two-parter. And um, you can contact us in all these ways that you're about to hear now. You can indeed. And yeah, we'd really like to hear from you. So please do whatever you want to do. Get in contact. Yeah. I guess that's us for this week. Yeah. So we'll speak to you later, guys. Bye. Goodbye. We're Witch Murderer. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Witch Murderer. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash witchmrdr. And you can email us, witchmurderer at gmail.com. Our theme music is Kill Me Again by Blue Bend. Artwork was done by Wild Creations at Fiverr.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.